0: He was, he was giving a little account in the office the other day talking about your, your grandfather. That so blessed me and what God did. And I, I almost felt to ask you to say it, but I, I know you, you can sit there and just share it if you want. <laughs> you, you, you can sit there. That's fine. <laughs> Amen. You can be seated. This won't take but five minutes. You know, uh, and I I think the, uh, I I love seeing what God does to families and the decisions that mamas and daddies make, how it affects the next generation. And I was just reading last week, actually before I came, the Wednesday night before I came, um, to our church, to our young people. And Brother Branham talks about the decisions that a young person makes will affect their the, uh, their children and their children's children generation he says but then if you do good and and you obey the Lord then that'll affect the other generations well my um, people have asked about our uh, you know I uh, we, we uh, the Lord has blessed us to be able to play and sing write songs and um, My my father can play and sing and play any musical instrument that he he wants to. But back, my grandfather, the Martin family, had never been, um, did not have any music talent in the family at all. And my grandfather, when he was a child, uh, a teenager, gave his heart to the Lord. And he had this desire to learn to play the guitar they were poor very poor and um, they had found an old guitar and you know and there wasn't anyone that played the guitar and he asked the Lord to teach him to play the guitar he would go to bed at night have dreams with guitar chord positions he would get up the next morning and would play those guitar, uh, would play the keys, the chords. He'd done this. This went on for night after night. The Lord teaching him, he would write it down. And, what well, my grandfather became one of the best guitar players, uh, uh, in my opinion, ever. Um, he was one of those guys that you could turn, uh, he would love for you come you know everyone turned their back and then he would play the guitar and you guess how many how many musical instruments sounded my my grandfather could do the bass notes he could do the rhythm then he could do the the lead he could do all of those things all at one time i mean he was just all over the place and and um well his fame got out he was uh, he played with the happy goodmans he played with um others when they would come into the area they would they would call him up and say wes we want you to play with us um you know at and for uh, do a gig with us and things and and so grandpa had him a little studio and things but they um uh because of his guitar playing well he got he got known in the country on the countryside and um I guess some of you older folks would remember Hank Snow. Does anybody remember Hank Snow? <laughs> well, Hank, Hank Snow asked him to, to to play with him, and and so uh, Grandpa had done some some gigs with him, um, Hank Snow, and so Hank Snow had told him said RCA Records is is looking for a guitar player that they could feature uh, as as a guitarist and they they want to um they're they're trying a little something new and would like for you uh, and I've told them about you and so um would would you do that you would you could play with me but then you you'd have your you'd have your own little um, i don't know how you'd say it, but you'd have your own little record label and things of that nature and um my my granddad says you know that sounds that that would be a lot of fun i uh, yeah I'd do that. And um, well, Hank Snow, they had got to be buddies and things, but um, Hank Snow had got with RCA records, he got the president of the company, got, got all of these guys all together. They, they, they flew him in um, to where my grandfather was living. and um, um, they sent a limo to pick up my granddad. Now my granddad, now my, my granddad was poor as poor can be, man. And, uh, he was he was a he was a little preacher and just uh, they lived in a little two-room house and um, raising four kids and and so um, well it was celebration time all of the neighbors that came over they had the uh, the family had came into town everyone I mean it was they were all celebrating there at, at grandpa and grandma's house and um, of course now when I talk about my granddad I'm he's he's younger he's got his children small and um, so the limousine comes picks him up they drive uh, you know an hour or so away and uh, and here's 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 Hank snow here's the president of RCA records here's all of these guys all in there you know and I mean they're you know on their cigars and all this and and um, they've got the contract there For my granddad and um and it was a lucrative contract i mean it was grandpa was fixing to be wealthy grandpa takes the pin and that was a nice one of those really you know i mean they they meant to impress it was one of those nice pins and he's signing his name and the spirit of the lord said i taught you to play and you're fixing to give this over to the devil And my granddad, now listen, my granddad, he was sweating bullets because these guys had already gone through This took months in the making to get, dad, to get grandpa there. Grandpa put the pen down and said, I can't do it. Hank jumps up and says, Wes, what do you mean you can't do it? He said, God gave me this gift, and I cannot, I cannot sell it out. He said, Wes, I've got this whole thing together. Are you crazy? You'll always be a poor man with that kind of mentality. Grandpa says, it's a done deal, Hank. I'm sorry. I thank you for what you've given. You've been kind to me. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Those guys would not even drive him home. He had to thumb back to his house he came back home I mean the party was in full bloom the party was they were they they had it all out there in the yard they I mean it was like the whole block was a big festival and grandpa just walked in and and just just walked through all of the people walked into the house grandma seen him come in and and he just walked past everyone and went to the bedroom she said, Wes, are you okay? Grandpa turned around and started crying and said, I didn't sign the contract. He said, I'm so sorry. I know you deserve so much more money. You deserve. God wouldn't let me do it. And my grandmother could have looked at him very bitterly and saying, what? She says, you're my man and if the lord told you not to do it i'll stand by you yeah. grandma went to the outside there and she just started sending everybody home everyone went home and dad or and my my grandfather was really scorned he was scorned a lot by a lot of people even his own family but out of that out of that god gave my two grand, my, my granddad his two sons become preachers my dad can play any musical instrument that you want to, that, that, that you want him to play my dad has three sons and they're all pastors I pastor in Pawnee Oklahoma my dad pastored he just he just retired uh, because of an illness in, in Arizona um, my, I've got a brother that pastors in Virginia. I've got another brother that pastors in, in Lima, Ohio. God gave those, and, and my brothers sing, play, write songs. I've got sons that are preachers. I've got two sons that are preachers, write songs and plays. God, what happened to one boy as a teenager, given his life to God, and then when he got up, when he was raising a family in his, in, in his, in his late 20s there, had an opportunity. I don't, think, I, I don't think the Martin family would be what we are today if my grandfather had sold out to popularity and money. It could be that we were all druggies just like all of the other famous guys, broken homes, but my grandfather done that. So here I am today as a testimony to my grandfather who as a kid made the right decisions. It's so important for you young men and women to make the right decisions. It's so important that you mom and daddies make the right decision. I was 26, and I was singing that song, Flame Burning in the Night. I was up in the Dakotas. My brother and I were doing a tent meeting there. And it so happened that one of the guys, one of the representatives of the Grand Ole Opry, was there he came up to me he said did you write that song son I said yes sir I did he said have you ever thought about singing how would you like to sing on the Grand Ole Opry and I was going whoa, 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 baby and I said he said I tell you what I'd like to hear uh, do you write songs I said yes he said I'd like to hear some more of your songs he said, but what we're going to need to do is this. If you could take that song, There's a Flame Burning in the Night, and, and, and if you could turn your songs into where, it's, where it'll work on the secular side or the gospel side, he said, we can we can go places. He says, we've got, we've got labels that'll take you and, and we'll promote you. He said, buddy, that voice needs to be in the houses. It needs to be a household name. And at first I'm going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to sing. But then the Lord convicted me as well. Now, I didn't go as far. I didn't have a pen in my hand, all right? <laughs> so I didn't get that far. But there was that they were, they were sure feeding my ego. And 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 telling me, and they loved my songs. My, uh, they said you could really, you could really be a a successful country singer. But I thank God for predestination. Thank God for His love. And I'm so glad. Those guys are sending millions to hell. And I'm glad this weekend that I was able to encourage you into a rapture.